everybody. Welcome back to episode 83 of Talk Fame Podcast with your host, Kylie Montigny. I'm so excited to have on senior songwriter, Izzy Escobar. Thanks so much, Juan Izzy. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. Well, see, I'm so excited to have you on. So you are a senior songwriter. What made you want to start doing that, basically being part of the music industry? Because for me personally, like it's really hard being a woman in the entertainment industry as a whole. So like, what was kind of like, your inspiration for basically being part of this yeah i definitely agree with you being a woman in the industry is a totally different um game and i I feel for you on that that's that's it's good that you recognize that now because um you're going to be awesome as you as you get older when you recognize that so yeah definitely didn't want to be part of the industry per se but what i do led me to be part of that industry so i grew up playing violin And then the violin um, allowed me to learn how to songwrite. I started writing lyrics like under the sheet music of the violin. And from there, I picked up a little bit of piano and guitar. And I really fell in love with the process of creating music and songwriting. And I especially loved it once I realized that the lyrics you could write could help people, others, and also was an outlet for myself. I love that. Like, do you, like I when I was young, I actually played violin as well. So it was totally That's familiar. Like, how long did you play it for? Did you like get lessons on all those things when you were young? Yeah. So I started when I was four. And when you first start out with the violin, maybe you remember this. Everyone has a different way of learning, but they give you like a box. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They give you a box. You, yeah. They give you a box violin first, and you have to like work your way up. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I did not enjoy practicing yeah (laughs) it was very hard to keep up with it so my parents kind of pushed me to keep up with it and I'm really glad that they did yeah I was like for me personally I literally hated like practicing all those things (laughs) it was literally so hard that I literally started when I was really young and only lasted Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks so we did for a couple of weeks I was like I don't like this thing I mean I like playing (laughs) well it's like I don't like this atmosphere I want to leave like so it's definitely one of the most difficult instruments and to keep up with it so I I get that (laughs) yeah so like what like what kind of like was your inspiration kind of like with the whole guitar and everything like how did you basically write your songs when you're basically practicing all those things like did it come usually come to you or you just like like write them down like once you get like a lyric or something yeah like for me personally like i would when i'm like listening to something i'm like oh i wish you had this lyric or when i like put guitars mm-hmm. and i'm like oh i think i should add this or something give advice on something that's a, t- that's a talent that you have because i think it's so cool the way that everyone perceives music differently right mm-hmm. so that's so awesome that you do that for me it's um i will either pull out my guitar or usually my piano and i'll start like creating some some chords that i like or even like um, just beats on YouTube and mm-hmm. I'll start kind of like improving, like what, what, what's on my mind or what I feel, what comes to me with the melodies. Like obviously, um, if it's in major and it's a happy melody, then obviously I'm kind of going to be prone to write something a little bit different and mm-hmm. uplifting. Whereas if I go on my piano and start making some minor chords, a different topic might come out. So it definitely depends on the melody. I say I write based on the melody. Yeah. Yeah, like, when I'm, like, at my friend's house, and she'll have guitars, like, I don't own a guitar. Like, mm-hmm. I only usually go to my friend's house, and she'll have, like, guitars, and ukulele, and actually 
guitar and I'll usually play it. And I think to myself, like, this is a good thing to put in a song or something. Like, I would usually come up with things in my head. I'm like, this is something, this is like fun to actually do. Like, yeah. I can do it. Like, like, it's actually really like fun if you really think about it or a guitar. And you're like, for me personally, like, I would literally think of things to write in case for like an interview or something. I'm like, this would be a good thing to say during the interview or as someone put in a song or something. Like, this is really fantastic. I literally like, like, like write interviews, write a song down, just like a little script or something that I'm literally That's doing. amazing. Even though I'm like the worst writer in the world. Like, I don't, <laughs> no, I you're not. Like, no, you're not. That's not true. Like, in, in terms of like, writing a book, I'm horrible. In terms of writing that. <laughs> amazing, and you'll get better and better as you get older. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So you like to bring hope and strength to those who may face their own struggles through like your music. Why do you think it's so important to kind of show that to today's society? Good question. See, you're an amazing writer. Look at you writing these questions. <laughs> um, well, I think especially after and within when we had the pandemic and we were all um, inside, I think more than ever, it was a time of isolation mm -hmm. and everyone felt really isolated, like within their own minds and their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I think more than ever, we need to come together as a community. And there's very few things that I feel like can do that in this world. And one of those things that I think has the power to do that is music. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the few, um, few arts that can really bring like masses together thousands of people under mm -hmm. one roof uh or not even under one roof but you could play a song and it can bring comfort to so many and make us feel connected so i think now more than ever especially after the pandemic it's so important to come together um and the word community is really important for me to know that you're not alone exactly like, since like the pandemic started like everyone didn't know what to do like the whole world shut down and we're allowed to leave our houses because everyone was like Oh, we don't know if it's corona the whole thing. Like, we don't know. Like, we just want to be safe. And that's kind of how my family was. We're like, I want you to kind of, like, stay home and as much as you could. You can go on walks and maybe go for a drive or so. But then, like, you couldn't leave the house. And it really broke me. Because I yeah. literally couldn't see my family and do all these things that like, you should do in everyday life. I'm sure it was, like, for, like the same thing for you as well. Like, you couldn't do anything. It really mm -hmm. bored me out of my mind. I'm like, I want to do actually do something with my life. That too, yeah. <laughs> like, I literally broke down mentally. I got my mental health got really so bad during know. the pandemic. He's like, I was so used to doing all these things for my family. I really miss my family mm -hmm. and all these things. Like, I just really wanted my life back to normal, and I was really depressed on that. I was like, can this thing mm -hmm. end? Like, they didn't, like I didn't know how to help myself. Because I was like, I can't do anything. Like, how am I supposed to help myself if we're not allowed to do anything to, to being home quarantined? And for every state, like, it's really different. Some might not have a lot of cases. But like, for me in Pennsylvania, like, there were a lot of cases here down in Pennsylvania. So I really couldn't really do anything when the strict restrictions were all over the place and everything. So I'm like, I'm like sick of this, like my anxiety and depression got like an all time high. I was past crying myself to sleep every day. Like it was horrible. And like I was like, I'm done with this. I'm like, I quit. Like I just hate it. I'm like, I need to actually do something with my life. Like I was like, I sick of it. Well, I think you're such a strong woman for getting through that. 
Oh, thank you. Like, did you ever have any experience during the pandemic? Like, you would kind of felt like, oh, crap, like, this is horrible. Like, I want to do something. Of course. I mean, I think everyone got to a point where it was really hard on mental health. And it, like I said, it was a very isolating time, I feel like, for a lot of people, especially because, you know, I wasn't, there was a time when I was away from my family as well. And it was really, it was scary. It was difficult. There was a lot of unknown factors. Mm-hmm. But I think that that was the moment where I really threw myself into my music because it was like the only thing really keeping me afloat. Mm-hmm. And I'm forever grateful to like, it's cool how like you, people have different outlets. Mm-hmm. Like this is such a cool outlet that you get to talk and and bring representation to women in the industry. That's so amazing. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but like, like it brings me hope that there's people doing stuff like that. And it bring it brought me hope that I was able to write music in, in the mm-hmm. sense that maybe that could help someone else. So yeah, exactly. that's what I did during that time. And I think it was, you know, we everyone learned to make the best out of their situation, I think. It was it was a really beautiful moment. Yeah, exactly. Like that's how I was kind of similar. Like I started my podcast late in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I was like I was like maybe I can actually bring hope myself and make me myself happy and bring others and help bring others to feel good about, to feel good about themselves during the pandemic because like obviously a lot of people were depressed and having anxiety like you couldn't really do anything like you couldn't see your loved ones and especially like all my loved ones live around me like I live about like 20 minutes away from me at least so I was like I really just want to go down and drive down to your house and be like hey how you doing this is have a good chat but like I really couldn't do that because my family wanted to be safe yeah I'm like this is kind of not possible for me to do so i need to actually find something for me to do to help me kind of cope with everything and he's like i like at first i really couldn't handle it i was like i want to see my i want to see my family like i don't care yeah. what i need to do to see my family i just want to do do it and so i was like i just start the podcast like i was like i need to do something so i'm like i need i should start the podcast and actually bring hope to actual people because when i was young like i never had an inspiration i never saw myself on screen or anything from represented because when i was young i was a very shy girl and had very bad anxiety and everything so i was like i never felt represented or anything and so it asked me if i really want to change that as I get older, I still not never found inspiration as like a 15 year old girl on screen and everything. Of course, I have inspirations I look up to and everything, obviously, but like not like people that I saw myself like as normal with, I will say. Like I never saw someone be like, oh my God, this person is literally me. In- oh, I know. Well, what's cool is that there's so many younger girls who now you're going to inspire. And like, luckily they have you now to look up to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, it's really cool that you get to change your own narrative and the narrative of a lot of other people. So good for you. Oh my God, thank you. So like, you have like recently came out with a song called Alone, is that right? Yeah, I came out with it a bit ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what was your inspiration writing that? <laughs> that one? Um, so it was actually, yeah, it was during the pandemic. It was the first song that I released just on my own. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to release a song in the middle of the pandemic. I, I created a little studio in, in the basement of my dad's house. We have a closet in the basement. And we like boarded it up because I just wanted to start releasing my music on my own. And the inspiration for that, I was just going through my feels, honestly. It was about um, a breakup. And... Um, 
everyone always has like their reason for breaking up and this person's reason was that they just wanted to be alone mm -hmm. but uh the way that i worded it they they ended up not being alone they were alone with someone with another girl it was just a it was just a post breakup feels song. I feel like I needed to get it out for myself for for healing purposes and and it was cool though because once I did so many other girls reached out to me and they were like, "Oh my gosh, I went through the same thing with my last breakup." They said the same exact thing. So, it was a cool um it was a cool understanding that we had after the fact. Yeah, that's really awesome. Like it's really crazy, kind of like a crazy world to think like, "Oh my god, people are actually connecting to my music." Oh, it's my favorite thing. It's really what keeps me going, honestly. Because yeah, like, I save you. Like when people reach out to me about the podcast and everything, I'm like, this is literally what I do for a living. Like this is usually why I do it. Because like if like once I see like I'm in contact with people with the podcast, no matter what I'm doing or saying or what episode I'm putting out, like I can easily just pull out like a stupid thing and I'm already in talk to people. Like it's it's just like a crazy yeah. world thing that, oh my god, I'm actually impacting a lot of people around me. Even people that I don't personally know exactly. There's probably people that most of the people that listen to podcasts I know exactly now. So I'm like, this is really crazy because like, when I was young, I hated public speaking. I was so shy. I'm like, that's surprising. Why do public speaking on podcast? I'm like, um, <laughs> I don't exactly know how I'm public speaking exactly. I'm just playing the episode out for people to see. Like, that's so funny because you do not come across as shy at all. Like you seem like an incredible public speaker. So oh you my god, really? Why it seems. But yeah, I definitely agree. It's it's like I like we were talking about in the beginning, this industry is not the most amazing or supportive necessarily, but by doing what we love and then hearing like the impacts that you can have within other people and coming together as a community and bringing others hope, it kind of makes it all worth it, you know? So it's yeah, exactly. it's how we can keep going. Exactly. I really couldn't get on that more. And so how has like songwriting helped you mentally in terms of like mental health, especially during this kind of pandemic? It helped me a lot with, um, like, like I said, an outlet and to express what was going on internally for me. Um, I'm talking for me is harder than writing music, writing mm -hmm. music. It, it's like, there's no barriers and I can just say what I want. And I feel like with chords in the back and and instruments in the back i can really emphasize those thoughts more so than talking mm -hmm. and it allows me to not keep them in my head i can i can put them out somewhere in like a tangible way mm -hmm. and i also was really shy as a kid growing up i definitely was shy more so like in social settings like yeah, in school so I. Yeah. I was really really shy not not really around like my family like i was you know Izzy around my family, but I remember the moments like coming home from school and I would I would go inside my closet and like shut the door and just sit on the floor of my closet and just like write. And I was wow. really I was really young. I think I was probably like six or seven and I like vividly remember doing that. And it that was like the moment when I was like, Oh wow, I can have like a voice. Like I feel like I felt really voiceless because I was so shy. Yeah, me too. And then I was like, oh my gosh, now I, I feel like I can have a voice in some way. And then as you get older, you gain confidence to like share those words. Mm -hmm, yeah. So mentally, it really helped me feel like I had a voice and then mm -hmm. amplify other voices. So yeah, it definitely helps to express yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like that's how I was when I was a young girl. And like, I was a very shy around a lot of people that I was around. Like not really around my closest family. I was like, 
yeah shy around but i guess people i don't really talk to i'm like uh, hi like, <laughs> exactly like i don't know what to say but like, i didn't have confidence in myself as a young girl living in a small town in pennsylvania i had no confidence whatsoever i literally couldn't find my passion in anything i was like how am i supposed to find confidence in myself if i can't Absolutely. find anything that I'm passionate about doing until I started this podcast, and I'm like, uh, I think I grew my confidence up a little bit. And he's like, during the first episode, like, I was like, uh, how am I supposed to kind of start this whole podcast? Like, if I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still not going to have confidence myself as a 14 year old girl back then. I was like, how, like, I was basically self conscious about it. I was like, yeah. how is a girl like me supposed to start a podcast? Mm-hmm. So if I'm not confident myself, I'm a shy girl, like, how is that? even possible for me to do and so i was like if i really want to grow my confidence i might as well do something to overstep myself and make pressure on myself to make myself more confident it's so amazing that like you know a lot of it takes a long time to realize that like you're so young and the fact that you realize and understand like sometimes throwing yourself into the fire into like uncomfortable situations can really help you grow that's so Mm -hmm. incredible and at the end of the day like I get the self-conscious thing, right? Because there's so much judgment. Like, yeah. everyone is going to judge you. People are always going to say things about you. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize that, like, you know who you are. And you're doing what you love. And who cares what someone is going to say to judge you? You're doing the right thing. And you're making these incredible moves in the industry at such a young age. Like, mm-hmm. go you. You're really You're doing such a great job. Oh my god, that's all you. Like seriously, like I like when I've done it without all these people with that not have been on a podcast. Like yes, if no kidding. one actually said yes, I'd be like, oh, I'm going home. <laughs> Especially at 15 years old, people are like, why am I going to be interviewed by 15 year old girl? Like, no, you're. Who cares what your age is? You're so cool and so wise, and yeah. Oh my god, thank you. So like, what? kind of inspires you to kind of like write your music like personal experiences or anything that kind of inspires you to kind of write it um people like you (laughs) yeah i mean having conversations with people and having people open up to me or honestly long 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 answer short everything inspires me Mm -hmm. i definitely pull from a lot of personal experience because like i said writing is like an outlet for myself So I can, you know, write about what I'm going through. But uh, secondary, others, you know, what others are going through, like the whole pandemic, the isolation that we felt. I wrote this song called 1985, and the first lyric is, I've been boxed up by these walls. And it was like a universal line, not just for me, but thinking about everyone else being locked inside their house. So that inspires me. So others inspire me. My personal experiences inspire me. And sometimes it'll just be a spur of the moment, like I'll be on a walk and I'll see, you know, just something beautiful and it, and it sparks something. Uh, and I think it's so beautiful to be inspired by everything. Good yeah, that's how I am. I, once like, when I really see a TV show, like, when I literally need inspiration, I literally just dive into the TV show or like a book or something to get the inspiration. Yeah, it's inspiration. Really so easy. It's all around us. And that's that's a really beautiful thing that... I think I probably took for granted for a while, but mm-hmm. once I realized you can pull inspiration from everything, it's it's quite an amazing feeling. Yeah, for sure. So like, do you have anyone they look up to as a singer-songwriter or just in general? Do you have any kind of one 
you have anyone they'd look up to as like a person in the industry, stuff like that? Absolutely. I, you know, I do look up to a lot of women just because mm -hmm. it's, it's really inspiring to see um, women who are like go-getters and have really marked paved away in the industry for, mm -hmm. for us to come through. So yeah, the one that I look up to in terms of like singing, I've always been a huge fan of, you know, Mariah, Whitney Houston, mm -hmm. Aretha Franklin, um, Lady Gaga is like a more modern example. Yeah, I got oldie people, like all the oldies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then in terms of um, writing, I really love Joni Mitchell mm -hmm. and uh, Bernie Taupin, who he he's a guy, but he's awesome too in terms of lyrics. Yeah, I love that. Like, do you did you ever hear of um, what you call it, Gina Davis? I think so. Like, she's an actress, and like that's like a good example for a woman in terms of that. Oh my god, she's a card out. Basically, right back. <laughs> talking was so loud, but um, like there was, she is an actress. She was some amazing movies like *A League of Their Own* and some mm -hmm. of those big movies or whatever, *Beetlejuice* and stuff like that. And like in 2004, she launched her own organization called Gina Davis Institute on Gender Media. What well, based off her daughter? Like her daughter, like she was watching like children's films with her daughter, and like she saw no like no representation of women, no. All men are doing all these roles that women should be doing as well and all these stuff. So she started this organization back in 2004, and it's about bringing equality to children's media, entertainment industry, to talk to creators, and to bring more representation to media. And like, like she tells all of them, like, can a woman do that? Like, can a woman be a politician, a lawyer, like all these? He's like, I'm spring. Like, I saw these, say these things as well to my mother as well. I'm like, do you think that a woman can be a superhero? Do you think a woman can be a lawyer? And I really should be saying those things to my mom, exactly. But, like, that's something that I see in snap. Like, I'm like, I, I should teach my mom this. My mom should be teaching this to me, exactly. And, like, I, that's how, like, aware I am with it. Because I'm Gina's Institute and all that. And I'm really... And to be honest with you, this is my first time I ever saying this on my podcast. But um, <laughs> I'm creating this organization where I am, I can't say too much about it. Like, I'm creating this organization currently right now that is basically going to help um, young girls and women in the industry, not profit organization, where it's going to help bring all these young girls and women together and to bring more representation and to bring more girls and women to feel more inspired by the female characters like women in sports politics industry children's media and all these things where i do like events research like spotlights blogs and all these things and all that stuff will help spotlight all these women and girls wow, that's amazing see we need more people like you to oh do my God. That. <laughs> that's, i mean that's absolutely incredible and women are just so strong they're warriors, you know, we go through a lot and women are just beautiful all yeah. around. And I think it's so awesome that you're doing that and you're, and you want to share more of women's stories and show more representation of that. Uh, uh, actress that I love is Audrey Hepburn. And yeah. I think she is definitely a big, I just actually watched Breakfast at Tiffany's for the first oh time. Oh my God, really? 
Yeah, and I, I've I know. Seen it. I've never seen it, but I've heard it's really good. Like, I heard it a million times. You should watch it. And I think one of the reasons I loved it was because um, she was so, like, unapologetically herself as mm -hmm. a woman. And, like, she's just so boss and mm -hmm. awesome. And she has this quote, um, and it basically says, like, the word impossible is split up. It really mean, just means I'm possible. And I think it's so such a inspiration to keep sharing women's stories who tell you that you you can do it whatever it is that you want, um, you can do whatever a man does in the industry. If not, um, outdo it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I love what I love what you're trying to share. It's it's perfect. Thank you. Like, have you seen up the Titanic actually? Yes. Yeah. Like I literally just started watching it yesterday. I've never seen it in my life. You've never seen Titanic? Oh. No. It's I started watching it a little bit yesterday. I was dying to see it, but it's on Netflix. I'm like, I gotta watch it now. Oh, it's on Netflix now? Oh, yeah. I'll have to watch it. It's on Netflix now. I'm like, I'm always, I'm always watching it now. I never see it, but I always wanted to. It's literally so like a historic film. Yeah, it's a classic. And everything. Yeah, it's a classic for sure. Mm -hmm. And so if you could like work with any singer-songwriter, who would it be? In terms of like, music, writing, or whatever. Oh, that's difficult. Like, in terms of, a, like, a vocal collaboration, I definitely would say Lady Gaga, just because. Mm -hmm. And I, I love how she's also now in, like, the jazz realm. Mm -hmm. Tony Bennett. Like, I just love her. Mm -hmm. And in terms of lyric collaboration, there are so many great lyricists. Uh, this is kind of a funny one, but lyrically, I really love the lyric style of... Anthony Kiedis, he's um, the singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I just love the way that he writes. It's very abstract, but it tells a story collectively. So probably, probably him yeah. would be cool. Yeah. Like I'm the same way. Like for me, it's like so hard. Because yeah. like, people say like, who, like, who's your favorite episode that you had? Like a favorite guest? I'm like, how am I supposed to choose an episode? But with how many episodes I have out, like how am I supposed to choose a guest? Yeah, right. And like the, the thing about that is, what you start to realize is everyone's mind is so unique and mm -hmm. different, the way that everyone's mind, mind works. So lyrically, there's so many different styles out there because mm -hmm. uh, everyone has such a beautiful mind and thinks in different ways. Yeah, exactly. So it's really cool because, you know, you'll get a different way of writing with, with everyone. Yeah, exactly. There's like a person that does I. There's someone that's maybe doing something different with their lives. That's like a life coach or creative organization. Yeah. Like there's always someone different, but it's so similar in one place. Yeah. And so like, the final question is, what's the advice to a younger generation that's kind of be like a singer songwriter one day or be in the music industry? Good question. I think that two takeaways. The first one is to, in terms of singing and singing songwriting, Follow, follow your intuition and write what feels good to you. Don't try to like compare yourself to the different writing styles because whatever comes out of you naturally, like we talked about different ways of writing, that's you. So just, mm -hmm. just own it. It's a process. So um, enjoy the journey. It's a big one. Enjoy the journey. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is that nothing is impossible. So even if exactly. you know the dream seems you know, f so far ahead of you, it's, oh, how do I achieve what I want to achieve? It's really, it's not impossible with hard work, determination, and, you know, a little bit of, of blind faith, having to just throw yourself into the fire. 
Mm-hmm. So nothing's impossible. Absolutely go for what your dream is. Life is way too short not to. So that's my advice. Exactly. Like there's a dream that you is never too high or never too low. Never. Like, like seriously, like I always literally dreamed of meeting some of my idols. I literally just met one of them a couple weeks ago. And I'm thinking oh. myself like how like you think like, oh, these dreams are not actually going to happen till it actually happens. Like you literally have to work for it. Even though like yes. I worked for so many things and I worked my butt off for it and everything, like there's always a good thing that really comes out of it. Exactly. Absolutely, yeah. Hard work is important. It's not just going to like poof magically appear. But if you believe yeah. in it and you work hard, it will come. Exactly. And so thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was so great to speak with you. I could literally speak to you all day about everything. And so it was oh. so great to speak with you. And you are so amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. And we'll definitely keep in touch for sure. And what's your social so where everyone can follow you? I am at Izzy, I-Z-Z-Y dot Escobar, E-S-C-O-B-A-R. And thank you for having me, Kylie. You are such an inspiration to me. And thank you so much for your purpose in this world and for having such a voice. Uh, I, I feel really, really honored to be interviewed by you. Oh my God, thank you so much. I really need the world. And everyone go follow her on her socials. She really deserves the world and everything. So thank oh. you so much. I feel so inspired by what you're doing and where you are and everything. So thank you so much. It was such an honor to speak with you and everything. Back at you. Thank you so much. So we'll definitely see you soon for sure. Talk to you soon. Yeah.